guys, welcome back to another week of Autastic, your community's guide to autism. I'm one of your hosts, and I feel like I've been on the road forever. My name is Kirk Smith, and my co-host... Graham K. You're coming Woo. through with a lot of energy today. You had your, your, uh, your motel coffee. I don't want to brag. I went to bed at yeah. midnight last night. That's actually really good for you. Really good. Be, I, that's impressive for for me. I, I'm like, if I'm in bed by 1.30, I'm like, you really got your life together, Graham. Good for you. I, I started winding down at 11. Mm-hmm. Did like all my like setup for the next day. Wow. I just flew in from Tulsa and I'm back down in the Tampa area for some shows. And uh, it was a long travel day. I had to be at the airport at 5.45. And so it was, a, it was a busy, busy day. Well, that's why. That's why you went to bed at midnight. You're... I was wiped. Yeah. <laughs> you're trying to act like you made a personal decision. I was wiped out. <laughs> you're on like three hours sleep because you were for sure up till two in the morning before. The day yeah, before. we had shows that night. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tulsa, okay. Oklahoma was a lot of fun. You're the so old funny. Looney Bin. Yeah, yeah, the Looney Bin. And one of the worst shows. One of the Ba-boom. worst comedy club names ever. <laughs> the thing about comedy club names is they were all named in the 80s and... It's so embarrassing to tell your friends where you're performing half the time. <laughs> One of the biggest chains in Canada, the biggest chain in Canada is called Yuck Yucks. And it's like, it's hard <laughs> to tell it's good. your friends. It has friends some good clubs. It has some, has some good yes, clubs at Yuck Yucks. Yes, but it's hard to promote the club yeah. because it's like, it makes you sound like you wearing a dinner jacket and have a mullet and you're going to like, if someone gets up to go to the bathroom in the show, you're going to be like one of those comics that goes, oh, you're going to, you're going to go take a, take a dump, you know? And like, yeah, like, Hey, I'm Ricky, you know, like some like <laughs> sexist, homophobic guy. Just like, I feel like Graham's having flashbacks right now. Really? Honestly, I see, I've seen those guys. He had to go guys. to the bathroom during the show, and he was made fun of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it, Well, no, I just saw people do that. Anyway, but like, yeah, uh, Looney Bin. Well, good for you. I'd love to perform at the Looney Bin. That's where my career is at. So, But I'm, I'm, in, I'm in New York. All right, things are good. Apartment's going well. Um, Peter wakes me up every morning. At 10 o'clock, it's a pandemic routine that um, I hope doesn't hold over after the pandemic. But it is very cute. He bring, he wakes me up every morning at 10, and he's doing this new thing where he, um, he pretends to scare me. So he okay. holds his hand up to the camera, because uh, we're like FaceTiming or WhatsApping. Okay. And uh, and he just goes, like he's pretending to tickle me because that's what he does when I'm home with my parents and he'll like wake me up and he'll tickle me till I'm out of bed. Perfect. So he does the same thing. It's I'm so annoyed. Like I'm, I'm not annoyed. I love him so much, but it's just the first thing I do every morning is I talk to an autistic man for 25 minutes. <laughs> That's what, the, the funny thing is he says the same thing. Yeah, yeah. just a, <laughs> an old loaf who can't get his life together in New York. He's and, like, it's 10 a.m. I've been up since 7. Yeah. I'm ready to roll. I've oh, organized yeah. my, my action figures again. They're all in the right place, and uh, oh, let's roll. Big news with the action figures. His, Ooh, what do uh, you got? Star, so workmen are coming on April 18th to change the windows in his apartment building, and he has to move for those of you who don't know, Peter has a wall. He has a, uh, a I'm going to say, um, a six foot high, f- f- 
five foot eight high shelf that is just filled with Star Wars figures, and then another shelf, the tinier shelf beside it, filled with Star Wars figures. And so he's got to move all. He wants to move all of those into his closet, so the so the workmen don't bump them. And that's happening like on it. April eighteenth. And boy, oh boy, am I hearing about it every day. Big move day for the <laughs> Star Wars figurines. And he's like, you don't think that the workmen are going to try and steal them, do you? And I'm like, no. And he's like, well, mom, I don't think so either. I don't know why mom said that. I'm like, mom thinks the workmen are going to steal your figurines? My mom has this like little way. She's like, you should move them. And she'll, she'll say something that's half true to motivate him. If you don't move them, the workmen will steal them, Like, which I don't think she believes. But could you it's imagine? Like a, like, yeah, it's like uh, if you don't go to sleep, the, the what is it? The ladies, the, like, it's like Brothers Grimm tales. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, my, it's like my mom thinks that these are like, <laughs> yeah. hey, let's put in some windows. Hey, nice yeah. Boba Fett. Yeah. And he just grabs it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this guy who's making a hundred thousand dollars a year, uh, who has a skilled laborer is not going to steal uh, a toy and lose everything. <laughs> the guy gets like extra pay for hanging outside a 20 story building. I don't think he's going to, anyway, maybe he just wants to quit. Maybe that's, he wants to get out of that business. So he's going to steal a Boba Fett. But anyway, so so that's happening with Peter. And then, you know, last week I was talking about how Peter is, you know, was lying about his weight. And then we had this mm. big, big intervention. And, mm-hmm. and he was like, okay, well, you know, um, I think I, today, today he was like, I think I'm going to, you know, I'm, I am losing weight though, aren't I? Because we we're talking about push-ups. Mm. I, I was like, you know, you should, He's like, I did two rounds of 20 that like one, like on Monday and Tuesday. And I was like, okay, well, um, and he's like, that's 40 pushups. And I was like, oh, cool. I did 80 pushups yesterday alone. And he goes, well, maybe when I'm age 37, one day I'll just do 80 pushups, but not now. And I'm like, okay, but you know, you have to keep doing them. You don't just get older and get stronger. You have to to like work (laughs) out. And he was like, okay, okay. That sounds interesting. We'll see. And he's like, but you, but I am losing weight, right? And I go, well, you know, Peter, if you keep, and it's only been, by the way, five days since that big intervention. So, so, and I'm like, well, Peter, if you keep, you know, not drinking beer and walking all the time, you will lose weight. And he goes, um, and not drinking soda. And he goes, okay, well, I told, I, I'm not, I told myself I'm not going to drink until drink any beers, have any any beers until June. And it's April. 12th or 13th right now and uh, and I was like well that's great Peter that is fantastic if you do that and walk every day you're gonna lose a ton of weight and he goes yeah yeah and I'm like are you gonna do it and he's like absolutely absolutely you know and I certainly won't go to mom and dad's house and have too much and I go what <laughs> he goes I certainly won't go to mom and dad's house and have too many beers you know and if uh, and if I have and I'm like, so you're gonna have beers at mom and dad's house? He goes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I he goes and I was like, he goes, is that? I goes, he goes, but I'm not gonna buy any for my home till until June, and that's when my birthday is. And I had to honestly, I was like, you know what? That's good. Well, that's true. That's great. That'll cut down. I mean, if he does that, at least uh, at least he's saving money. So uh, <laughs> drinking a yeah. little less and definitely yeah. saving money, which is good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's more of an economical strategy so he can buy more Windexes and have t- 
27 Windexes. <laughs> and maybe case. another backup DVD player. Just yeah, in another, case. yeah, just a third backup DVD player. I was, ta- I, I was talking to him the other day and he was like, so he gets like a little tiny amount of money, I think each week from the government, like 75 bucks just for disability. Mm. And, and, uh, Cause my parents, uh, can, you know, since we're not poor, the government doesn't fully fund them, but they give them a little, little bump. And, uh, and, 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 and so he's like, he showed me his bank statement. He's like, I got my, just my check and I deposited it. And, and he showed me the bank statement. It was like 250 bucks. And I was like, that's great, Pete. That's a lot of money. That's awesome. And then uh, two days later, I'm talking to him on the phone, and I was like, "What'd you do today?" He's like, "I went to Shoppers Drug Mart. That's like our Walgreens. <laughs> That's like our Walgreens or whatever." And he and he's like, "And I and I bought a bunch of stuff." And I was like, "Okay," and uh, and he's like, "But it but it was uh, declined." It said I had insufficient funds. Huh. I was like, "How'd you spend two hundred and fifty dollars in two days, Pete?" Are you buying a bunch of Windexes? He's like, ah, I'm, like, I'm sorry, you got me. Uh. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. That guy's got just, just, the guy is, um, is one of those like uh, end of the world hoarders. What are they called? Uh, doom preppers. He's or a doom prepper. <laughs> except for like he's the version he's of, never uh, heard of it he doesn't know what he's prepping for but he, he so, is except for he's like the, the the dad from big big fat greek wedding where it's just like windex for everything yeah <laughs> your elbow hurts spray some windex on it that's funny <laughs> yeah that's him that's old pete oh uh, that's funny so. jj's doing pretty good he yeah. um uh, you can see this the people can't but you can see me rubbing my eyes furiously because yep. my allergies yep. are just Killing me. It didn't so, look like that. It looked like it was a you brought I, you we brought up JJ. You did, and then you started <laughs> wiping your eyes, just furiously scratching at them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's got really bad spring allergies, and so we're trying to figure out a way. So when they tested me for allergies when I was a kid, a kid, you know, I was probably twenty. But they make all yeah. these little scratches on your back or your arms yep. or wherever, and then they yep. put a little bit of. Whatever, like a little scratch and then a little bit of pollen, a little yep. bit of this scratch and a little cat hair. Yep. So then they can figure out what you're allergic to. So we're trying to figure out how we're going to do that with him because he's not going to let you sit there and put 100 scratches on your, his back, I'll tell you that, and not itch it. You can't touch it either. So <laughs> like you can't rub the whole thing and mix them all up. That's not going to help oh you boy, either. Oh boy, yeah. Because he's got really bad, uh, they used to call it hay fever, I guess, but like pollen yep. allergies. Yeah. Yep. So... That's the newest thing we're doing with. And then they figured out that, oh, has he been allergic to um, nectarines and peaches? And I was like, I don't know. You know, we haven't tested him, but I am allergic to both those things. So wow. there's a chance. Oh, they, a, they they thought of that themselves? They figured that out. Yeah, that he gets oh, itchy when he's... Probably, yeah. that's it then. Yeah. Yeah. So they're trying to figure out a way to test him for the rest of his stuff. If you guys have had your loved ones with a severe autism tested would be, I'd be curious to hear your stories on what works good. You know, let without... me, let me solve that problem for you right now. That mystery, that mystery, I'll solve the, uh, the oranges and tangerine mystery for you right now. He's allergic to them. Uh, no, 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 not that. I know that by the way, it was peaches and nectarines, which peaches is completely and different. Sorry. I have uh, <laughs> which I just, is like, a lot of women break up for me for this reason. 
you did the opposite of solve it. You confused it That's and right. did the opposite. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. So the next thing I know, I'm feeding them all these tangerines. This and is why I could never like... be an authority figure. <laughs> I'm a bright guy, but everything's all jumbled up. <laughs> next thing I'm, I'm like, I don't know why. Graham said just to not give them oranges, but these nope. peaches should be fine. Just saying the wrong thing with confidence. That's that's my that's my that's my voice. <laughs> confidence and being wrong is like the funniest thing in comedy. If somebody's arrogantly incorrect. Oh, yes. Gold comedy gold. And, and that's Jerry. that. That's why uh, a lot of uh, men are are funny because <laughs> that's our thing. Being wrong, wrong and confident. And confident about yeah. it. <laughs> No, but uh, not that. I want to know what the best way to be, to test him to see what else he's allergic to. He's clearly allergic to nectarines and uh, peaches. What else though? Should we not be giving him grapes? Should we not be giving? So like stone fruit allergies is a common thing, which is that which is what I have, which is what I'm sure he has. That's his gift from your dad. JJ. What's a stone fruit? Any fruit with a stone inside it. So like a peaches, stone? like a, a a big seed that's like like that. That's what they call that. Uh, who calls that? I don't. I mean, what are you a uh, agriculturalist? Oh yeah, agar a stone fruit. Yeah, like avocados. You, it's like you're a settler or something. <laughs> it's got a stone in there. You mean a? Well, I, <laughs> I didn't invent that term. Just so we're clear. A seed? We call it a seed in Canada. Yeah, but you can have a seed. Like strawberries have seeds on the outside. Those are seeds. Yeah, yeah. You call them stones. Yeah, people call them covered stones in stones. In the strawberries covered in stones. <laughs> I <laughs> weigh thirteen stones. <laughs> Next, you're going to ask me about traffic cones versus traffic pylons, is what they call them in Canada, too. Yeah, I call them pylons. <laughs> I remember I, when, I, when I first moved to America, I, I called a guy uh, who was a, a bad defender. I called him a pylon because that's what you call in Canada. If someone just, if you, if you can just like in hockey, if you can just skate just around somebody, yeah. you're like, buddy, you're a pylon. And people didn't know what I was talking about. Yeah, Graham has the most esoteric burns ever. Nobody gets them. Yeah, they're all hockey burns. <laughs> no, look at you. Buddy, you chirping like... at me? You chirping at me, buddy? Nice lettuce. <laughs> Brutal no, never, lettuce, buddy. Never heard that before. <laughs> it means hair. Head of lettuce. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Chirping, chirping, beacon. It mean, chirping and beacon means uh, yapping. Got it. Yeah. Smack talk. Yeah. I talk like I'm from America, but from the 80s. You talk a lot of smack. Well, you are from the 80s, <laughs> and you're from America. Oh, you know what it is? You are you're old, and all uh, and you grew up in Ecuador. So all wow. the all the like uh, media you consume from America was like VHS tapes from 10 years before. So yeah, we had a guy who like, was his dad worked at the consulate, and he would get these VHS tapes shipped down, and we'd yeah, watch yeah, it until yeah. they till they died. Yeah, it's like when you see somebody from a third world country, and they're just, they're everything is like 10 years behind, and you're like, mm hmm. That's you. That's me. But you're white, so it's an interesting. Uh, it's confusing. Yeah, you have the, an American accent. <laughs> yeah, I expect you to be like, like the, the way you dress and act and talk, I'd expect you to be like, hello, how are you? I am from Spedidorslag. From some stand country, apparently. These are my blue jeans. I love rock and roll. Just, just yelling out movie phrases at people. Yeah, they, yeah. They're just like, "What's up?" <laughs> <laughs> it's this commercial. You'll know in my country. It's very big. Yeah, it's very big. Have you seen the show Friends? Great show. <laughs> oh, 
That's you, but with this accent. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know why I'm doing this podcast. It feels like it's getting meaner and meaner. I'm going to need it's a how podcast I cope. after this podcast to be encouraged. It's how I cope. Um, <laughs> I just need someone to. It's a. You know what I'm doing is I am. Um, you just need a pylon in your life to deflect I'm, onto. That, I'm projecting is what I'm doing. When someone attacks you, they're really projecting. They hate themselves. Why are you projecting? You have a brand new luxurious apartment. I do have a brand new luxurious apartment. Really hope comedy picks up so I don't get evicted. I get evicted from this <laughs> luxurious apartment. I'm sorry. It's very nice. It's very nice. What am I talking about? I'm in some Holiday Inn somewhere that uh, they've moved me three times. One of the one of the rooms a toilet didn't flush, and then the other room <laughs> they had they had some sort of flood issue and so they had three dryers in there going at the same time like is this supposed to be here oh no 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 sorry sorry and then i've got this room this morning i had to call down can i have a chair and like what kind of chair would you like one for the desk oh yeah sorry yeah so uh hotels are barely holding on (laughs) sounds like a nice place it's very nice yeah it's very nice i mean the way that things are set up affects your mood you know and so uh that kind of leads us into the uh this week's in the news this was one of the best transitions of all time. I am. <laughs> I didn't even see it coming. That was so good, Kirk. I, I can't tell if you're making fun of me, but I'm, I'm not. It. I'm not. I legit, I was like, that was good. That was a pro move. <laughs> okay, this is a, uh, Grant found this one. I really like this. This is an architectural digest. Look at you reading mm-hmm. architectural digest. Wow. Yeah, so. I feel like you'd be somebody who'd pretend to be an architect. It's great. I'm a very good interior designer. I will say that, that. That is true. You do have an eye for that. Yeah. You do have an eye for that. What, what does your mom say about you? I think. Uh... She's like, I never had a daughter, but I'm glad I had you. <laughs> so at least I had a, uh, at least I had you. Your f- <laughs> then she'll always say, your father has no sense. Oh, that's funny. Uh, I can tell I'm old. That joke made me laugh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Designing for clients with kids on the spectrum, on the autism spectrum, experts share insights on how to serve your ASD clients best. I think this is 100% true, and um, I say that because JJ will often redecorate his own space in the way that he sees fit without asking you, whether Mm. that means tearing out certain objects he doesn't like, from light fixtures to flooring to walls to, um, yeah. Yeah, but I don't think that he's doing it to make his environment more... Uh, comfortable for him. I think he's doing it as a coping mechanism to deal with the noise, the static in his brain, and he needs to Some focus. It, but he, on but he will or... like, he would like uh, take things from other rooms and bring them in, and then kick things out of his room. So okay, that part is uh, yeah. He likes he would, okay. Well, good for him. I, I understand certain, that. Take certain lamps from other parts of the room. <laughs> hmm. Oh, this will look nice in my room. Okay, there's a saying you often hear when talking th- to people. Sorry, sorry. Do you think he's doing that? Because this this is a, this article is about the first bit of the article is basically, uh, you know, stuff we've already talked about, basic for layman stuff about autism that all our listeners know. But the 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 meat of this article is like little tricks um, to make the environment that you live in. M- easier for the person with autism you live with to live in. But do you think that JJ is doing that because the light fixture has less harsh light for him? Is he making that connection? I have no idea. Of course. But do you think, like, Um, what do you think the motivation is for him doing that? 
I think he likes it. I think often sometimes uh, uh, neurotypical people don't know the motivation behind their actions. So it's hard to say. <laughs> Good point. What, you know, mm-hmm. what the motivation, but he clearly doesn't like one thing and he likes something else. Right. You know, I, that's good. So like, so like certain lighting, I know about, hold on one second. <clears throat> Excuse me. I know certain lighting really bothers him. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there's a chance that's connected to autism, but mm-hmm. um, I don't think he's thinks of it that way. I just think he thinks of it more like, I just don't like this. Okay. And I do like this. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. We used to joke when he was a kid because he would always rearrange all his furniture mm-hmm. that uh, it's not the right feng shui. Because like 20 years ago, feng shui just came into like the popular vernacular and he would always redecorate his stuff. Like let's say, you know, let's say the his bed's on the south wall and the dresser's on the, he would move things around and put it the other way. Like he would always like would have it look, an idea. Would it look good when he was done? Or did it, was it like it a It would just be- look different. It would just w- be different. Was it, okay, but it was it, was it like functional when he was done with it not always because like one of the things wouldn't be up against the wall and it wouldn't like wouldn't necessarily be a good use of space he just for whatever reason wanted like the dresser in a certain spot and he wanted the bed in a certain spot hmm. but clearly something was you know because if you put it back and we would often you know wait till he goes to school or wait till and then put it back and then he'd put it right back so wow that was cool. that's really interesting it was clearly like something he was trying to achieve but yeah when they're, when they're non-verbal it's really tough yeah i can only imagine yeah. Yeah. I love you, right. autism parents. You guys are amazing. Back to this order. Here we go. Except, except for Kirk. Oh, so brutal. <laughs> brutal. Wait till I do this podcast after this called Encouraging Kirk. <laughs> love you, buddy. There's, there's a saying you often hear when talking to people with autism. Uh, when you meet one person with autism, you met one person with autism. I think I already read that part. In other yeah. words, everyone's different. So when it comes to designing for people with ASD, there's really no one size fits all, says ah, Christine Gaines, a professor for the Department of Design at Texas Tech University and co-author of Designing for Autism Spectrum Disorders. It's an area that people don't fully understand, said Shelley Diva, an autism design specialist in Australia and founder of the consulting firm Enabling Spaces. Think of it as a design community, and we've got real responsibility to be informed and do the best we can for our clients. Duvall and other experts advise starting with an in-depth child-focused assessment of the client's needs, speaking only, speaking not only with parents and caregivers, but with occupational therapists, psychologists, educators, and others with whom the child interacts. You really want to think about how you can make this child more comfortable in their environment. Said psychologist Miriam Abdullah. Abdullah, yeah. Parenting program director for the Greater Good Science Center of the University of California, Berkeley. What one child who has autism needs could be so different than another child. Designing for the sense is key. Excuse me. Designing for the senses is key. Some children with ASD have fewer stimuli, while others thrive with more. Finding that right balance is kind of the trick, said Gaines. Some design solutions are simple. Duvall recommends decorating with wood, grains, greenery, and other natural elements and using basic rather than busy patterns. Mm. For someone with sensory issues, this can be calming for them. A neutral color pattern palette can also help. I bet, you, I bet you JJ, for all this basic reason, loves Scandinavian design, loves living in Sweden. Scandinavian yeah, designs are very basic, not too frilly, clean lines. lines. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's like Ikea. Anyway, interesting. Oh, like Ikea, but that doesn't break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not made of cardboard with a veneer yeah. on top. 
some children with ASD, however, are sensory seeking and may, in all seriousness, want to come home to a sparkle party with metallic paint on the wall, said Duvall. Oh, man, your mm. theory went out the window there, Grant. Oh, my Proper lighting is critical. Skip fluorescent in favor of LED. Have lights on a dimmer. Mute noises with rugs, carpets, and acoustic panels. That one's very important, I think. JJ mm -hmm. has a real noise issue. He really uh. doesn't like loud noises. So rugs and carpeting, and uh, we haven't done acoustic panels, but, uh, but yeah. Anyway, larger changes may include updating the home's ventilation system to mitigate noises and spread the odors. Sorry, to mitigate to mitigate noises and the spread of odors, both of which can trigger adverse responses in children with ASD, or adding structural features that can aid transitions from one area of the home to another. It could be from outside to inside, says Duvall. Some things, like veranda or other covered porches, are great. Glass panels and doors, internal windows can help children see what's going on in other parts of the residence. Then you have to choose whether you want to join in, said Duvall. Or you can stay at a relative safety and just join in from a distance. That's actually really good. As a project unfolds, it's critical to, to remain focused on the child. Designers often like to do things that are eye-catching, but some of these things are not good from the autism point of view, cautioned Steve Maslin, a UK-based architect and principal inclusion design consultant at Atkins Global. Lay aside your ego, he advises. It's not about capturing people's attention. If you, if you do that, you'll end up serving yourself, not the people you're working with. The impact can be far-reaching. When designing for autism, it doesn't just benefit the people with autism, says Duvall. It can also help people with dementia, anxiety, and depression, and other mental conditions. In fact, it assists everyone. We can all benefit. That's it. Short article. You know, and, they, and they've recently, you've probably read this, but they, they were talking about the connection between autism and other um, uh, mind ailments. Um, yeah, OCD. Could, yeah, yeah. Dyslexia. So I'm sure it's all connected. What do you think of this article? Ah, uh, well, um, I think I like that it's it sort of, you know, we often think about, we've had articles uh, before talking about how grocery stores have like dimmer lights for an hour yeah. for people with autism and whatnot. We think of like external environments, but sometimes we are so busy looking externally, we're not looking internally into our own homes about what we could change because it's comfortable for us because we live there. Right. But the person with autism that also lives with us um, isn't as comfortable as you are, and you kind of forget that sometimes. So it's uh, interesting. If I had to do it again, hold on one second. I'm so sorry. <clears throat> Kirk's got if his I, allergies. Yeah, my allergies are killing me today. If I had to do it again, if you were a, if you're a parent with a young child with ASD, my advice, just as, not that I I don't know anything, or just from my own experience, they make this paint. That there's a few kind of paints that you can kind of wipe off the wall. You can wipe, everything wipes right off. So mm -hmm. it's a little pricey, but you can, now if you don't want to do that, there's also another uh, good trick is we used to. That's good for you, but it's not good for the kid. It doesn't help the kid. Right, right, but we're talking about design things for the kid and for you because you have to live there too. And so I'm just, right. hold on, I'm going to okay. get the kid thing. Hold on okay, a second. Okay, okay, And then also, um, we would always get, uh, when we painted it, we would always keep paint with. And so like once, once every six months or once a year, we would do, um, we would just use the same color. So I would touch up, like you can touch it up really easy and it would like, so some of this stuff is about picking your battles, especially if one of the parents is a little bit, not, I don't know, OCD, but like once it clean. And so like, you know, he would have a real problem with having accidents and then smearing it everywhere, like poop. 
Mm-hmm. And so that really grosses me out. So I would like every six months or every year, maybe I would, especially in his room, I would just paint, but I wouldn't paint top to bottom. Cause if you pick the right color and it's the same, there's a couple of tricks. You can do like a line, like a color line about five feet off the ground about how high he can reach. And then you can just paint below that. So you only have to paint where he can reach cause he couldn't reach. Oh, that's everything. smart. That's a good idea. And so you just paint that. And then another trick is, um, Mr. Clean makes these dry erasers, which sounds oh, like yeah. I'm an insane person, but they work really well. For poop? A little bit of water and a Mr. Clean dry eraser. And the other thing, instead of, because of the accidents, no carpets, but we would do rugs. So you have, you, the problem with carpet is you can't really clean it when there's accidents. And again, if, I'm talking about a severely disabled child who has I, accidents. I, I, this is, there's a company and it's mid-range expensive, but they're not cheap, called Ruggable. I mean, I'm not, we're not sponsored by them at all, uh, but they have, it's a carpet that is Velcroed t- uh, to another part, like the bottom part, and you can Velcro off the top part and they're machine washable. Mm. So if, you know, you can throw them in the laundry if you have a, a lot of accidents, ruggable. So for, for him, we would do, that's a great idea too. That's a great idea too. But for what we do, we do for JJ's, we do like a laminate floor, which is like pergro, or it's like it looks like wood mm-hmm. that like interlocks, and you could do it yourself. You can install. I installed it, and I'm an idiot. So if I could do it, anybody can do it. So you can do that. Then you could put a rug for the noise. You put a rug, like a, a a you know maybe like a five by eight or something. But you can get it at IKEA for like a hundred dollars. Right. Mean, if you have to replace it every year or every two years, yep. it's not. That's- Yep. You're not, you know, it doesn't cost you thousands of dollars to that's replace all the way. rugs. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, that's all I was going to say. That's a good idea. Those are good ideas, man. Yeah, it's just an idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it works for you, but if it helps one person thinking about, yeah, you're, there's no right answer, so don't beat yourself up if you decide to do something else. But yeah, it's it's an idea. It's an idea, yeah. I think lighting is very important. I uh, And also, yeah, we had to get rid of the fluorescence. He really didn't like fluorescence. Yeah, yeah. I... I Again, I, I have, it is all speculative. I have no idea, but I definitely have severe obsessive compulsive disorder and dyslexia, which are loosely related. Yeah, Dis- they, well, no, distant- it's, there's a medical condition associated with autism. Yeah, for sure. Yes. So, and I know I, all of those things speak to me that were in the article. Like, I need all those things. I think it might be one of the reasons why I'm, inter- I'm so focused on interior design because. Feng That's sh- probably true. Feng shui has to be perfect for me or I can't live in an environment. I can't be happy in the environment. So, and you... Um, don't care. You could live in a prison cell. <laughs> I mean, it looks... I went to... Remember, I, mean, I don't know. We talked about this in the podcast. This is like two years old, but I went to your house in LA, your apartment, <laughs> and it, you look like you, you, you bring people there to murder them. There was like nothing on the wall. Uh, it was just stark. <sighs> yeah. Oh, man. Maybe yeah. that's the issue. Maybe that's what's wrong with me. <laughs> I'm joking. You're just, that's you're, not just the, <laughs> you're just the straightest man ever. That's all you are. Uh, I just like I put, I put, you know, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, I think we did another episode, right? We did it, guys. Um, yeah. If I am in these next two weeks, this weekend I am in Coconuts, lovely Coconuts. You gotta love those names. Oh, it's, another great comedy club name. That's not embarrassing at all. 
that uh, and then the week after that I am in uh, Port Charlotte at Vasani's. It's a comedy zone. It's a building shaped like a castle. Looks like I'm in medieval times, and it's also the oldest county in America. So if, if your grandma lives in Florida, she might live there. Send her to my show. <laughs> yeah. The oldest county in America. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Pretty man. cool. It's a lot of blue hairs in there. There's yeah. a real... Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oldest by age. Yeah, oldest great. Oldest by age. They're going to love you. <laughs> Dr. Young's that young man. Look how young he is. He's like 50. I know. Yeah. He's just a child. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, well, good for you. Um I, uh, folks, I am going to be in um, Indianapolis opening up for Nate Bargatze at the Helium Comedy Club starting in great lineup, great lineup. 20, April 22nd, 23rd, 24th. And I also will be headlining my own shows on April 22nd, uh, which I believe is a Thursday. And also, so yeah. Thursday night, Helium, sorry, Helium Comedy Club on Indianapolis, uh, and also I'll be headlining on Saturday at 4.30 for some reason, um, p.m. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if any autastics want to come out to that one, you'll be the only people there. Uh, oh, please 4.30. Come out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Comedy's uh, best when it's uh, super bright outside. Yeah, yeah. Hope, yeah, hopefully it's a dark <laughs> club, doesn't have a lot of windows. Um, hopefully it's not a nice day. Anyway, the, <laughs> and then the following week, uh, this is a big one. If you are in the Houston area of Texas, I've never been to Texas, Kirk. This is Ooh, your you're in for a treat, buddy. Your, your home country is of it? Texas. Uh, I will be in Houston, Texas um, on Friday, April 30th, performing at The Riot, which is... Uh, at a You're planning the race war down there? What are you doing? Yeah, just just look up the riot in Houston. <laughs> oh, it's a location. Got it's it. A, got it. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Not an event. No, 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 not an event. <laughs> it's not. It's not an actual riot. Don't worry. It's at. Oh, the riot is at Rudyard's Pub in the Montrose area uh, of Houston. So check that out. There's two shows on that night. Go to the riot htx.com the riot htx.com all right thanks so much everybody uh rate and review you guys are great go to our patreon don't donate p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash autastic um that's it you can add me on all your social media kirk smith comedy what's your social media again graham go to my instagram instagram k instagram k and mr graham k on twitter that's it. Have a great week, guys. You can do it.